Hello and welcome to Third Act Film. Today with me is Todd James. Hello. And I'm James Forbes. Hello, James. We will be talking about the worst movie endings ever. Well, not ever, but here are are quite a few. Yeah, the worst in our opinion. Now, obviously, spoilers. (laughs) Right. (laughs) We will name each of the films before we discuss the the ending. Before we discuss the film. The yeah. ending, yeah. We won't just be like, and he's dead at the end all along. Also, I want to say that these might be films that we like that just have naff endings. Yeah. This is literally just the endings. Cool. If you, uh, if you want to... Yeah, I'll go in. first. Okay. So, I know you're not going to like this one, and I know a lot of people aren't going to like this one. Iron Man 3. What? Right. So, my problem with the end of Iron Man 3 was there was like the kind of alright showdown which had Aldrich Killian inside the Iron Man suit, which blew up. Oh, yeah. But that didn't kill him. Gwyneth Paltrow killed him by, like, kicking him or something. Completely yeah. naff. Okay. And then, like so... Like, power. And they don't... <laughs> right. They don't even know that he's dead, and Tony Stark's like, oh, better blow up all the Iron Man suits <laughs> for no reason. Well, it looked nice, and it was a clean slate. At Christmas. And it was, like, fireworks. <laughs> yeah, but then what makes this ending even worse is that next year <laughs> he's just got a whole he's got a whole new Iron Legion. He still has Star- Avengers Tower where he lives with the rest of the Avengers. It was completely meaningless and it meant it was just nothing. It was it just was... like a stupid end. If it was the end of a trilogy that wasn't yeah. attached to other films, it still would have been bad, but it would have been okay. But it just meant nothing. He was saying goodbye to his anxiety. He wasn't saying goodbye. Oh, you mean the anxiety that he super definitely was feeling during Iron Man 3, apart from when it mattered. Yeah, he did feel anxiety. And he was getting a bit anxious about the fact that he saw aliens who were ready to destroy the planet. Yeah, like and he's twice like the only one. in his life. He was like, oh, I'm so scared. No, every, every single Iron Man suit he made was because of his anxiety. And with him destroying them all, it was a... You know, it's a visual metaphor for him getting rid of his anxiety, and each one is a different problem. But if he's just going to go and build a whole load again, he's yeah. just wasted all that metal. But, but it's for a different purpose the next time he builds them. Because he was, every single suit that he made was to uh, defeat whatever problem, you know? So right. this one can, I don't know, go underwater and survive there, and this one can do this, and this one can do that. They all had a different purpose because he was thinking of every possibility that these aliens coming down could yeah. achieve. And so he was just really paranoid and really anxious and kept on making suits because that's where he feels comfortable and made loads of them and then realised, oh my god, this is unhealthy. Well, let me destroy them all and start again. So then the next time we see him, yeah. he says to the Avengers something along the lines of, you know, we can bust drug dealers all day, but that wormhole in the, in the sky, yeah. that's what we're here for. Yeah. Oh, but I I destroyed 43 Iron Man suits for no reason. Yeah, you had the Iron Legion. Okay. It's, it's hard it, to defend, yes. Yeah, right. I I appreciate that you're trying. Yeah. But it was just a meaningless... And we all knew it was meaningless when it happened. And it was just like, oh, the villain of the week is dead because Gwyneth Paltrow kicked him. Now he's going to be like, ooh. And then he yeah. kills her. And, uh, not her. Then he dies. He blows up all the Iron Man suits. You're like, oh, he's given up being Iron Man. That's definitely happening. And then in the actual end shot, he's like, I am Iron Man. And you're like, oh, 
So you are just going to build all your suits again. Yeah. I don't know. I can see where the message was coming from. That not only is he, he is Iron Man, not his suits. And each of these suits are to, to defend the planet from all the million different possibilities. I get that. But I, yeah, it may have, they could have done it better. Or just done it completely <laughs> different. Yeah. The Mandarin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Mandarin. Malekith. Malekith. Hey, oh, Bosworth. Wow. Right, uh, you give so, me an ending. What? My suggestion for possibly the worst ending ever. Yeah. No, okay, I'm not going to use that one first. I'm going to use my lesser... Your less bad, bad one. Yeah, because okay. the other one is tragic. Okay. Is Birdman. Okay. Now, Birdman, he won loads of awards. He won Best Film, I Best Director, so. yeah. Best Actor. No. Eddie oh, Redmayne. No, Red Best Red Actor. He won a lot, okay? Yeah. He won a lot. He did real well. Yeah. Real well. Sure. However, the ending for me, I felt like it would have just topped it if they'd ended it earlier. Now, they, if for those who have seen the film, spoilers, the, towards the end of the film, right? he is in this ultra-meta film where the whole play is a play on his life and the whole film is a play on his life. Yeah. Yeah. Like an onion. Many layers. <laughs> you do like an onion. Um that at the end of it, you know, he has a gun like his character and it's actually yeah. loaded and he yeah. shoots himself. Yeah, in the head. Yeah. Ish. Ish. And then he wakes up and he's like, oh, no, I didn't. Well, I got, like, my nose is a bit scarred. Yeah. And then it, it just jumps out a window and flies away, possibly. For me, if they ended it with him shooting himself, mm-hmm. it does a lot of things. One, imagine the credits rolling and the audience clapping. As the credits rolling. I believe that was a suggestion I once said to you <laughs> about Birdman, but okay, carry on. And as the credits rolling, they're clapping all the way through. It'll be yeah. so It's just morbid. like five minutes of applause. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that his best performance was his last performance, and the fact that he finally got it. He was like, yeah. yes, this character is me, and I understand why this character feels this way, because that's how I feel. Yeah. And it would have been this long road to him realising, and it would have made the whole story more important. This isn't the the comeback story. This is the end story. This is the end of his life story. Um, yeah. I just I just think it would have had a lot more weight. For, I mean, it doesn't matter. It won the Oscar, so <laughs> obviously no you're wrong. Obviously, but, I'm wrong. Um, no, I think that that is a much better ending, for sure. And because that as well, there's the whole thing about him and the critic, the critic who hates him, yeah, and the fact that he gives the performance of his life and then kills himself, and it's like, oh. Yeah. He ended up on top, like, ha-ha, yeah. gotcha. Um, now he's alive and can boast about it. Yeah, yeah. And but I, I think the ending was, because there's a scene earlier in the film when he is sort of flying, but then we, you know, we're led to believe that it's it's fake. Yeah. Um, well, there's always the possibility that it could be true or it could be fake. Yeah, I and think it's definitely meant to be fake, though. Yeah. Because no one sees him flying like, oh, my God. And then the very end shot is Emma Stone looking up and as if she's seeing him fly. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know, I felt like... And I think that was a metaphor yeah. for her looking and seeing that he's achieved what he wanted to achieve, which oh, would have been much better, just him on dead on stage, <laughs> rapturous applause. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they kind of answered... I, the film had been so subtle and so elegantly put, and then just to end it like that, like, oh yeah, you remember him flying? Look, 
maybe he still is. It's like, I'm not a child, okay? Like, you could have ended it and I would have still been like, oh, it's not really conclusive if he could fly or not. In fact, it's probably, it's a better story if it isn't him flying. You know, if it isn't right. that fantasy element, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I get what the ending was, but I do agree. It would have been a much better ending to just end it with him dead on stage. Or you th- you don't really know if he's dead or not. But. Anyway, so my next suggestion, Source Code. Have you seen Source Code? I haven't, and okay. I'm about to get it ruined. You're about to have right, it ruined Let's go. So, Source Code, the basic setup is that there's this guy, played by Jake Gyllenhaal, and he lives, it's something like seven min- seven and a half minutes over and over again. Cool. Um, and partway through the film, you find out that it's not actually him. It's his consciousness being transported into somebody else's body. Um, like, there's a point where he looks in the mirror and it's a completely different face looking back at him. Okay, yeah. Um, so he is living through this guy's body, trying to solve a crime that happened in the past, or try to say it's something like that. Okay, yeah. And so the end... And, oh, there's also his love interest. I can't remember who plays her. But they're sort of, you know, a bunch of the times he's having a chat with her. Um, <laughs> just, you know, because have a flirt, have a yeah. break every now and then. Um, and, yeah, it ends with him both solving the crime and living on with this woman. The only problem is he is his consciousness in this guy's body. He doesn't know where this guy lives. This guy's a teacher as well. So he doesn't know where this guy lives. He doesn't know anything about teaching. He doesn't know this guy's family. The, f- the first time he gets home, the f- he manages to find his way back to this guy's house. Yeah. He's going to be like, hi. Like he, This guy might be married, and he's off flirting with this other woman. Like, yeah. it, it's just it's presented like it's this really happy, heartwarming ending. It's like, oh, he got the girl and he saved the day. Yeah. Although he, he has no idea how he's going to live for the rest of his life. It's just... It was whoa, just whoa, 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 whoa. That makes... What? Hang on. Yeah. Hold the boat. The boat is being held. So he plays the same seven or odd minutes over yeah. and over, but it's, is the person whose memory he's in mm-hmm. dead? Yeah. So then how does he... How can he live a life beyond? So that? what it was that there was a bomb that went off on this train, yeah. And he is trying to stop the bomb, going yeah. Off. And this guy died in that explosion. So when he stops the explosion, the everyone then die. lives on in like a parallel universe. Oh, in this kind of fake world. Yeah, but it is also real, kind of. You see, it's just dumb. <laughs> it's just dumb on every level. It's an interesting concept. Don't get me wrong. I love, I yeah. love a bit of sci-fi. Yeah. If there's robots in it, I love it. Old time travel. Yeah. Um. Okay. Okay. That's what you're saying. Yeah. You like, haven't seen it, so it's hard for you to judge. It is hard for me to judge. It sounds silly, but I feel like right. maybe it was smarter than you are. You mean like <laughs> Birdman was smarter than you are? A hundred percent guaranteed. That's the case. But yeah, it's just anyone yeah. listening. I'm sure you can share to say how dumb you think this film is. Um. Anyway, now, this is James, this is a big one. Go on. What? <laughs> Yeah. This is the big one. Let me clear my throat. <coughs> All right. Okay, prepare yourself. Planet of the Apes. Not that one. <gasps> or that one. <gasps> the Tim Burton one. Okay. Jesus Christ. What a film. Terrible. Okay. Absolutely horrendous. I'm not saying, okay. like, oh, that was so great until the end. No, <laughs> it was it was bad throughout. Right. The end just topped it. Okay. And it's wrong on so many la- levels. Yeah. <laughs> So in the original <laughs> film, the original yeah. Planet of the Apes, like everyone knows this reveal. 
massive yeah. spoiler for a you know forty year old film now, whatever it is. More than more that, than that. On. They realised that this planet full of apes was Earth all along. What? Earth they in actually, the future. Yeah, yeah. And they've actually travelled in the future, not to another planet. That's great. That's great. And they reveal this with one, you know, great imagery of uh, the Statue of Liberty is still on this planet. So it's like, what the hell? That's only Earth would have that. So we mm-hmm. must be on Earth. It's great. Yeah. Now they tried to do the same thing in in Planet of the Apes Tim Burton edition. Yeah. And instead of having a, I just, I just I'm giving up, mate. It's <laughs> right. So instead they have of being the Statue of they Liberty. have. Abraham Lincoln. The famous one of him sitting. The famous one of him sitting, all in yeah. white, chiseled out, but he's got an ape face. So he is Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. It makes no sense. Why? Okay. Why? So there's there's a many questions that you have to ask yourself. Yeah. Is this the original Abraham Lincoln statue? And then these apes have carved in an ape face. Why would they do that? Why not just destroy it and build something new? Or is it that history has repeated itself and there is a new Abraham Lincoln type who is an ape and just happens to have have the the same same statue? Because then that kind of doesn't answer the question, is this another planet? Or an alternate universe, alternate timeline. And and beyond all of this, which annoys me the most, is that they paid people to make that statue. And the people were there, you know, like, just (laughs) tapping on it. They were making this and no one questioned it. No one was like, why are we making this statue again? Oh yeah, it's for the ending of Planet of the Apes. Oh, I saw the original one. And what? Why? Why is there a, got an ape face for? There were there were plenty of people who worked on that. There were plenty of people who helped film that scene. There was plenty mm-hmm. of people who read the script and the story, and no one challenged it. No one was like, "Wait a second, you can't have an Abraham Lincoln at the end of the film. It makes no sense." What are you trying to tell the people? Is this is this Earth? We don't. We still don't actually know. Okay. May I interject? Oh my god. Rant over. So, full disclosure, I quite like that Planet of the Apes film. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> well, I'm your friend. <laughs> um, Right. That ending, I'll admit, it's not perfect. It's not as good as the old Statue of Liberty reveal. But I think, I always took it as the apes re- like edited edited his face they they like you know Photoshop. gave him a new head photoshopped it yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> the old school version of photoshop to make him look like an ape because have you ever read 1984 probably not it's a book right and then the idea of that is that re-editing history the only history yeah the only history that people know is the history that's presented to them and i yeah. wonder if the you know ape government Consisting perhaps of Abraham Lincoln this is and Barrett, a conspiracy, ba- which is Chimpma, yeah. right? They, um, they did that to show to the eight people, like, oh look, apes have been in charge all along. That's a huge conspiracy, which was never even hinted at in the film. If it wasn't hinted at, where did it come from in my head? Yeah, it was never hinted at in the film. There was no discussion of like, oh yeah, we've got their books and we've ruined them and we've changed it. We've <laughs> They've given everyone ape names, like Genghis Ape. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> or like Genghis Pres- President Barack Obama. It doesn't work one, does it? Right, great. <laughs> this is terrible. Yeah, if I... only we'd come prepared with some chimp puns. 
<laughs> right. Yeah. Chimpaham Lincoln. Oh, that's just Abraham Lincoln. J Chimpanzee. Just like, no. I get what you're saying. Right. It's rewriting history. But no. do you think my explanation may- slightly improves on that? No. No. It makes it worse, even. Makes it wor- it does not make it worse. <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> it makes it worse. All right. Because why? <laughs> how can you convince the moment? Look, see, he was an ape all along. And he's in a top hat. And I've never heard of him. There's all of these apes. Um, right. No. Anyway, okay, let's move on because I'm so mad. <laughs> Just to say, okay, that ending it wasn't perfect, but I still think it was okay. It was not, it was an all right ending to a pretty decent film. Okay, anyway, so now for me, this is possibly the worst film ending of all time, or the worst one I could think of while preparing for this. Yeah, the fault in our stars. Now, okay, right, again, the fault in our stars is an all right film. It's all right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Huge spoilers ahead, if you couldn't guess. The idea is that the main character, who has terminal cancer, hooks up with another main character, who also has terminal cancer. And in a crazy twist, someone with terminal cancer dies. And it's the guy. And so she was sort of in love with him. Not sort of, fully in love with him. And the idea is that now that they've been in love and he's dead, she's happy. The only problem is she still has terminal cancer. And (laughs) (laughs) a couple of weeks after the film, we shouldn't be laughing while we're talking about this. No. But we are. A couple of weeks after the film ends, she's dead as well. Yeah. And, and like, the the film ended like, oh, isn't it happy? Isn't her life so much better now that she knew love? She's dead now. Have you heard of a little story? Just a little one. Um, it's called uh, Romeo and Juliet. You heard that? What is that? <laughs> yes, I have heard of that. Yeah, Romeo and Juliet. What, remind me again. What happened at the end of that? In they a tragic and yeah, in a tragic and beautiful and shocking How is this way. Not? No, but, and this one's more believable. Yes, two people with cancer would fall in no, love. No, but the whole thing about Romeo and Juliet is that um, I can't remember which way around it is, but whatever it is. Yeah. I think it's that Romeo thinks that Juliet is dead, so he kills That's himself right, yeah. and then sees that she isn't dead. And they are both so stricken by grief that they kill themselves. They're not ill or anything. They're not ill. They no. just love each other. She pretends to be dead. Yeah. And then they, and then they he kill kills himself. himself. Yeah. And then she, seeing him. Spoilers for Romeo and Juliet, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> How many years? <laughs> 500 years. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Right. Spoilers. Oh, no, I was going to watch that. <laughs> I was next oh. on my reading list. Yeah. My Netflix queue. <laughs> um, yeah. So that is like really sweet that they were so in love. In this, yeah. they're meant to be really in love. And But then yeah. it's like at the end of the film, she's like kind of over him. And she's like, oh, well. And the film is like, everyone's happy now until she dies. It was a very somber ending because you're supposed to have been crying for the past like 20 minutes straight the way that that film constructs itself and with the book as well do you want to know something I didn't cry neither did I and I cry in everything (laughs) I mean I didn't cry either probably because I was like I was too busy trying to guess who would die first (laughs) yes I'm going to hell I think it's going to be the dad (laughs) (laughs) with his twist ending but yeah it was a kind of a domino effect. Like you had one sad scene and an even sadder scene. They, they had a practice funeral and then a funeral. 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, Anything with two back-to-back you... funerals yeah. is trying to... Right. Yeah, it's trying to make you cry. And then by that point, it's that kind of like... You, it's like an emotional release. And you, and then she's, think, she's collating her thoughts about what's happened. And ultimately, she's happy that things happened the way that they did. And she wouldn't, ultimately wouldn't change anything. Right. So it's not so much the actual ending that I yeah. have the issue with. I, in fact, I think it's quite sweet that, oh, she knew love and it made her last days better. What I don't like is that it's, oh, she, she's so happy now. Like, her life is going to be perfect from now on. Like, they don't even hint in the film at the fact, like, oh, she is still going to die, though. Like, what? how happy is an ending where the main character has terminal cancer and six months to live? And they present this film like, oh, look at this wonderful, happy moment between these two characters. Bonding. Yeah. But she dies. We know that she'll die. Yeah. But she got to experience love just before she dies. Yeah, I've, I've just said, you yeah. clearly weren't listening, that the actual ending itself actual isn't ending, so bad. It's the way it was Yeah, presented. it's her reflecting on that. and she, In that moment, she was happy. No? Yeah. You're not disagreeing with anything I'm saying. I'm not disagreeing with anything I'm saying. That she was happy in that moment. Yeah. And then the film ends. They're not going to show her die as well. They're like, oh, if you stop crying, all right, here's her death. <laughs> <laughs> like she Game died of saving stuff. a child from a, from a car. Yeah. Like, no. You have a cross in the street like, oh, I love that boy. Bam, hit by a car. Not even cancer. Just bam. This is a, we're both going to hell. Yeah. Um. Anyway. All right, I'm done. Let's, let's, <laughs> I'm let's, done. Shall we do the worst ending for this video? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. Okay. Lovely. Bye. Thanks for, <laughs> That's... Thanks for listening. Bye.